Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Melanie, thank you for joining me on the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Before we start chatting about Talent Fusion, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do today. Thanks, Jody. Thanks for having me. So I am a culture coach. I run um, the business MB Consulting. And, you know, the nature of, of what I do is really helping uh, human resource leaders and other business owners really bring to life and define what they want from their company culture. How do they want to see it living in their everyday habits? I've found kind of great pride in, in making this happen. And it's, it's been a great, it's been a great group move for me. So doing this with my business for about the last five years. Fantastic. And I know culture is such a big piece of talent and being able to retain talent. And so we're really excited to have your chapter in Talent Fusion. So if you could sum up your chapter in like one sentence, what would it be? In one sentence. Uh, so I would say that it is culture and recruitment are better together, right? And what we mean by that is you can't operate with just thinking, hey, am I bringing someone into a bad culture? Do I have a, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? We've really got to think of it as they work together and we need to be intentional with both. So what am I offering to, you know, as kind of the, the client experience, right? The customer experience as the employees are coming in, do we offer a great culture? And then how do we make sure we communicate that back as we're going through the recruitment process? Yeah, I think culture is cohesive with hiring and retaining. And a lot of times with businesses, they segment all this out when actually it all should be working together. So tell me, what are maybe two or three takeaways you want someone to get from your chapter? Yeah, you know, I wrote this kind of in a, you know, lighthearted manner and, you know, as you mentioned, everyone knows that culture is important, but what I really wanted to kind of bring to the table is, okay, what I hear most often is that, you know, I'm good with people and I can trust my gut. You know, I can interview and I can get a good vibe on how the interview is going. And so if I had to say takeaways, it would be, you know, Hey, we can't do the same thing over and over and expect different results, right? That's the definition of insanity. We really have to be more intentional. So when we're going in, whether we're recruiting at our own organization, or maybe we're an outside consulting firm doing some recruitment, you have to have a defined expectation of what the culture is. So you know that you're bringing in the right people that we have to get rid of that whole, like trust your gut mentality. So that intentionality, like, Hey, yes, we stand for these things, these core values. I call them keys to success. And we've defined them in a way that everybody understands what they mean. And that's the talent that we're looking for. You know, those are the people that are going to live up to our expectations that are going to perform and kind of do great things for our company. Um, so that is the whole, so I'd say be intentional, get creative with what we're doing. Again, maybe that's thinking a little outside the box. I have some solutions and suggestions, I guess I would say around, you know, play a game, you know, maybe part of your interview process is getting creative with something like cards for culture and making sure again, that you have defined what you stand for and you're bringing in the right people. Talk a little bit more about cards for culture. Like what would be some ideas that you think that a business can use within the interview process with your game cards for culture? Thank you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited that, um, 
to even talk about it. Uh, cards for culture is, you know, we've, we've heard the, you know, apples to apples or cards against, you can fill in the blank humanity, right? This is really a game that's helping leaders define the culture that they want. And it's a tangible tool that, you know, puts it in their hands uh, again, because so many people think they can do culture. You know, you have an IT problem, you get an IT solutions provider, right? You have an accounting problem, you, but when you have a culture problem, most people just think I can handle that. You know, I can, I know people, I can handle it. So the tool is the game. It's bringing about some of the best leadership discussions that I've seen to get your leadership team aligned with, you know, what do we stand for? How are we defining it? But then the biggest kicker is how do we bring it to life on a daily basis? And so one of those ways you bring it to life within your culture is by setting up a great recruitment process, a great onboarding process, right? And I could go on and on. So when I'm interviewing someone, I should be asking very targeted questions. Like uh, if I say we, we value customer service, well, hopefully in our keys to success, we've defined that. That's the first deck of cards. And if we say customer service is one of the things that we stand for, we've built out a definition and we ask that very specifically in the interview, right? So when we use behavior-based interviewing, we would ask, tell me about a time that you delivered great customer service. What did you do? What ha-? Right? So it's very past behavior-based past behavior predicts future behavior. It's the same kind of thing where we're going to be asking, but we have those better defined. So it's taking that behavior-based interviewing a step further and making sure that it's truly aligned with your keys to success. I think that's a great idea to be able to have something tangible, like you said, to really focus on how can we define our culture, but then how can we utilize it in all the different spaces of talent, as well as like employee engagement. Now, you wrote your own book, Conscious Culture, which just came out. You also were a part of this multi-author book, Talent Fusion. So how was that experience and, and why did you decide to do a multi-author book when you already have a book out that you you just launched? Like what what do you see or some of the, you know, reasons why someone would want to do both? Yeah, I think I caught the bug, I guess I would say. I saw the value in putting out my own and how things started to really improve from a, you know, I don't I don't believe anyone writes a book to to get rich. I'm not Danielle Steele. That's not going to be my life path. But it is for the things like the increased exposure, the building of credibility, great marketing, you know, it's already, I'm seeing, again, my book just launched in June. So I'm seeing that trickle up already, the increased calls and sales development. And it kind of in my head thought, and if I just get a client from this, that would be great. But even moreover, for me, it was a bit of a pay it forward moment. I knew that as one person, I could only impact so many company cultures. But if I wrote something and got it into more people's hands, I could create great workplaces beyond what I was able, you know, it was a scale and scope situation. So that's definitely why I did it. And then the multi-author idea came up and obviously I'm passionate about it. I knew I could um, write, you know, one heck of a a chapter specific to culture. And honestly, it was the confluence of that group that the network of the authors getting to meet them, getting to learn about their work. You know, it's also, you know, there is the ability to impact them, to learn from them, to hear their expertise. You know, I'd I'd be remiss to say that, you know, I guess, you know, the marketing is kind of awesome too, because we're all working together to get the word out about the book. When I saw how hard it was just to do it for my own. And now I have the power of the power of the people, right? A lot more people that are on board to make this happen. You know, for all those reasons, I was like, yes, I want to be a part of this. Um, I love the model that that's being built through influence network media. I love the idea that you can take all the stuff that you learned and bring it to a group of people 
So you don't have to spend 10,000 hours, you know, doing it yourself and self-publishing. You can really come back and be like, Hey, here's what we learned. We put it in an amazing course for you. Take advantage of that and make great things happen. So people finding their voice and then doing it in a way that is meaningful makes sense. Yeah. I think it's, it's so impactful, the whole networking, as well as the writing piece, the writing journey, you know, having nine other people who you can kind of have that support and then also have that collaboration just, just helps you do wonders with your chapter as well as with the book. So excited for it to come out August 27th. Now, I always like to ask kind of like a a teachable moment type question. So Talent Fusion is all about talent. So if you could fix one issue in talent, what would it be and how would you fix it? What I would fix would be the, the definition of what is a culture fit. We hear that all the time, right? We're out there and we're saying, hey, that person's a fit. That one's not. We oftentimes use it as the reason why we might decline someone, right? Eh. They just weren't a fit. And we know what we mean. We think we know what we mean. Hopefully we're not being, you know, treading on any ground that might be discriminatory, right? Usually it is about job description type fit. But I go back to the thought that uh, I've never worked for a company that truly had defined what they stand for. So I think that we could see that snowball of culture growing in a more positive way. If we went back and really went with the, hey, yep, we know what we mean. When we say culture fit, we know we've defined it. We're excited. And we get more people on the bus, the right people on the bus doing the right things because we know what we stand for. So I think for me, that's probably the biggest, the biggest link is, you know, fixing that what otherwise would have been, oh, I don't know what is a culture fit. Well, hey, we know what it is now and we can really focus that recruitment that way. It's all about getting that gut reaction out, right? And really having a defined culture that you can stand by, stick by, and then believe in with hiring and retaining your top talent. So that was that was a great tip. Thank you so much, Melanie. Now, if our listeners would like to connect with you, what is the best way for them to do that? I would love to connect on LinkedIn. That's probably one of the best ways. So you can just look me up um, LinkedIn, Melanie Boer. I have a company page on there as well. Uh, so it'd be on their MB Consulting, but I do use the tagline Thrive with MB. So that is my website. And you can actually, if you go to Thrive with MB, you can check out all of the different product offerings and fun things and that we kind of have going on out there, uh, as well as kind of get registered to get some of our culture updates uh, when they come out as well. I will make sure that we add your LinkedIn page as well as your website into the podcast notes so that people are able to connect with you. Thank you so much for being a part of Talent Fusion, being a part of Influence Network Media, and being a guest on our Booksmart Business Podcast. So thank you so much, Melanie. Thank you, Jody. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.